Welcome to Tales from the Packed Worlds. This is an original and actual play podcast of the tabletop role-playing game Starfinder from Paizo Publishing. Tales from the Packed Worlds is an action-packed story focused on touring the diverse and unique planets of the Packed Worlds system. Now, let's begin. Boy, that starship combat last week was intense. It was yes. in ships. Thank you. It was in... Oh my god. Okay. Camping is intense, fool. I okay. We're just gonna have to end this episode early. <laughs> I am definitely more of a Kaylee than a Wash. I'll leave to him. I thought you were gonna do like a Bojack, and you'd be like, "Are you a Zoe or Chris? What was it? Oh. A Zoe or a Zelda? A Zoe or a Zelda?" <laughs> I was like, "What is she talking about?" <laughs> Uh, no, no, no. So that was one of the better ones. I think what it is is the um, – it has to be balanced well. I think that was a, a fairly well-balanced um, encounter, so to speak. Uh, I yeah. think that th- that session – it only made me want to do more of them, so just be aware of that. Gosh. Well, you started last week talking about – how um, ship combat is not your fave, blah, 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 blah. And now you start this week with, I think I want to do more of those. Yep. Yep. Enjoy making me control F in between every turn. (laughs) Control F. Panic search those wiki pages. That's fine. Um, So we've also, in, in the time it took between the last episode and this one, we have corrected ourselves. It actually, when we originally rolled to get to Broken Rock, you had charted a course that would only take two days to get there, not three. So you will be spending two days in the drift before um, making it to Broken Rock. Mm. Now, I also, during our time off, sent you all some downtime rules on, on how you can... Spend your downtime. Now, you don't have to do any of these, but you are going to have two days to yourselves of, which is going to be a pretty nice uh, break in the uh, routine, I think, because you guys have been like just out in the wilderness for a week at a time. Um, Maul was inside one of his friend's cheeks for yeah. a period of time. Oh. And now you actually get to like, you know, relax, be on a ship and not have to worry about impending doom around every corner. Doom. I can jump into what Maul would want to do. Speaking of cheeks. Oh no. For his for his <laughs> downtime, he's going to go bug Eurysses. <laughs> the first day, second day he's going to bug Cake. A first day oh, definitely. Well, so now we know what Maul's gonna do for his two days. Eurysius, did you have a, did you have anything in particular you wanted to do? Um, well, Eurysius is just probably just gonna be tinkering with his spells. Um, probably just keeps researching um, into his magic arts and just trying to politely, uh, you know, deal with Maul's nonsense. Okay, so we got that. And Keiko, was there anything in particular you wanted to do during this downtime? Work out. Work out. Okay. Yeah, well, the I, good... Go ahead. Oh, it says that I need to pick between um, acrobatics or athletics. Oh, this is an actual downtime thing. Yeah. Okay. You said, you said to look. I told you all to look. That doesn't mean I look. 
I know, but I did my homework. Very good. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you for doing your homework. Um, okay, so I'm reading it now. More so, I was just saying all that so I could find it on here for myself. Um, so, workout. On a success, once per day for the following week, you can re-roll either a failed acrobats to balance, escape, fly, tumble, athletics to jump, climb, or swim, depending on the focus of your workout. Okay. All right. So, what, um, so, so, he said, like, Maul said he was going to bother you on the second day. Yep, Maul's going to need some assistance on day two. So, Keika, I'm, I'm assuming the first day then will be dedicated to working out. Were you going to focus on acrobatics or athletics? Let's do athletics. All right. Now, I don't know if this is something you have to roll or not. Usually, like, I'm reading other ones, and it says the DC for this check begins at so-and-so and is modified as normal, blah, blah, blah. This doesn't really have a DC, so I think you just have to spend... Um, yeah, you're just spending a full day doing it. So, um, I've, I've put you guys in your ship. You, got, you have your bedrooms, you have your galley, you have the lifeboats, cargo bay, and, like, the HAC, the holographic amusement chamber. Where will you be working out? Yeah, I see you stole my room. I picked that room. Hey, which one? The holographic amusement chamber. <laughs> this is where it's the only spot big enough on the ship to house such a thing. But I wrote my name on it. Um, okay, so I'll be. Let's say I'll. No, I want to. I want to work out in the cargo deck. Do it old school. Okay. Analog. Cool. I like it. Oh, and I guess this would be like you know you would be without your armor at this point, huh? Yeah. So, what does Keiko look like with when she's not wearing her Iron Man armor panda outfit? Uh, Keiko wears like some stretch pants and a um, leather crop top. And so, the spots that are white and black like a normal panda, of course, white and black like a normal panda. Okay, nice. I like it. Good little fitness panda. Mm-hmm. All right. And I, I'm sorry, did you say you were going to focus on acrobatics or athletics? I'm sorry. I think I said athletics. Athletics. So that would be like, you know, more so, I guess, like, what what, what are the exercises that you're going to be doing for the day? Um, oh, because that was for, sorry, uh, like go back to Climbing, that. jumping, jumping, swimming. Um, doing like lots of, you know what star jumps are? Yeah. Yeah, doing lots of star jumps and like high knees and stuff like that. So like... That kind of trick. Are those what they call jumping jacks now? Star jumps? No, no, no. That's when you like um, jump. Sorry, how do you, how do I describe it? Um, it's like you kind of jump to where you, you sorry you hit the ground where you're kind of like in a push up position, and mm-hmm. then you have to like push up off the ground and leap into the air and push your um, hands and legs out so you look like a starfish. Good. What horizontal jumping jack, right? No, I, you're you, this, you're in a crouch. But you, I oh, guess yeah, you go yeah, from push up to crouch yeah. and then straight vertical. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. I see. It, I have. What's crazy is like I'm googling it and I'm seeing a lot of images, but I'm not seeing any gifs. Oh. How do you all pronounce that word? Is it do you pronounce it gifs like like a gift for Christmas or jif like the peanut butter? Yeah. <laughs> gif. 
I know the creator was he went on record saying that it's he meant to be to be Jif, but I'm sorry, he's fucking wrong. It's Gif. I, 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 yeah, I think it's. Wait, GIF. it sounds like you're saying the exact same thing to me, um, Adam. <laughs> oh, okay. Okay, okay, okay. I see it now. You've uploaded yeah. this nice little picture. Um, we're gonna. I'm gonna post this on the Manipot um, <laughs> Instagram, and I'm not gonna give any context. <laughs> and uh, our listeners, when they come across this episode in like weeks from now, they're gonna be like, "Oh, that's what they were talking about." <laughs> really buff Dora the Explorer. The only thing yes. is like, yeah. The only thing is like in rugby, we'd have to do a push up first, then get in the cross position, then jump straight vertical. Okay. So it's only missing the it's missing the push up set. Yeah. So like, so for a full part of the day, like at least like like you know hours and hours of time is dedicated to the uh, to Keika being in the cargo bay, very analog of her, uh, of her just doing star jumps, um, and while she's doing that the camera pans over to Maul Sunsun, who is getting up to his first day of hijinks. What do you do? Uh, so Maul just like bashes on the door wherever Eurysses is. He goes, hey, Eurysses, I got a, I got a favor to ask. Yeah, Eurysses is kind of in the middle of a trance-like state. Um, and, you know, just trying to reach some kind of level of enlightenment. It's just, Aye, laddie, what would, would be it ye need? help you snap out of that trance he pulls out like a flask and he goes i got this and he opens it and you recognize the smell uh, 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 you be knowing the achilles heel there fella you like chamas that much no. <laughs> can you can you analyze a sample for me I think this is magic. <laughs> I, I don't know magic very well, Ulysses, but I was thinking of asking you to look into that rock we got, that orb. But uh, it's like it's like when your it's like when your college like friends like uh, yeah, put it in your mouth, dude. I dare you. No, we just want we just want what? some <laughs> ultimate hair of the time. <laughs> No, trust me, that's a thing, right? <laughs> it's kind of like I, I don't know, like men are all men always owe another man like a smell. Like your friend yeah. tells you to smell this, you ha you have to smell it. I haven't have washed to. my socks in a week. Smell this. Yeah. Oh <laughs> and you said it's stressful being a woman. <laughs> you always have to encounter random smells. <laughs> <laughs> that's life. It's such as life. So yeah, so yeah, Eurysius, you uh, do you want to analyze the sample? Yeah, and, and feel free to no and Maul as well. You don't have to yes and me. <laughs> I mean, I, I mean, Eurysius, he he just he adores Maul just a bit. You know, he's very like as loyal as Maul is. Like it just it just grows on Eurysius, and he just he kind of hey, say no. Thanks, Eurysius. I was thinking we could help him I... out. Maybe he could sell a better version. Ah, to be sure. That we could be a uh, that be a uh, good thinking there, fella. <laughs> you be the, quite the entrepreneur. <laughs> uh -huh. Alright, I'm gonna I'm gonna analyze this sample. Fifty-fifty, <laughs> that's me behind the lover. Uh, <laughs> Alright, so can I do a mysticism check for this, or because I, so, I have no life science? Basically, what it is is it has to be either an engineering or a mysticism check. And um, you have to spend the whole day doing it, um, but you treat it as if you had rolled a natural 20. 
So um, whatever, so like if you had rolled a natural 20 plus your mysticism, what would that be overall? Uh, That would be a 34. Okay. So this is indeed a hybrid item. It is a magical and um, This is the hardest yes and I've ever heard. This is, um, so basically what it is, is that uh, Thomas's chunks are indeed mystical in nature. Uh, whenever he is brewing it, he's ha- been exposed to enough drift energy um, and just like magical uh, effects in his lifetime that it has accumulated in his body. And uh, he is able to like, while fermenting it, he is able to impart some of these experiences and as part of these effects into the uh, into the aforementioned chunks which is why certain varieties or certain uh, vintages i should say certain vintages have different tastes and different effects over others so maybe this the the kind that you guys had was a time where chamas had a bad he ate some ate something bad on a distant planet or he got sick while traveling the drift are doing something, but those experiences were actually imparted into the chunks of that time. Now, Maul was the 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 flask that you that you have that you gave to Eurysius today. Is that of the same varietal, or did you have some from from a while ago? I've been holding on to this this particular chunk. Uh, <laughs> ooh, there's such good choices. Can I can I roll for this? One is one is new and two is old. Yeah, roll a d4. One and two, new. Three and four, old. One, d4. Three, old. All right, yeah, so I think you've been holding on to this for quite some time. Um, and I think the last time you saw Chalmers was a couple years ago, whenever he was in the Viscarium. And he just happened to be, when you met him and you guys were going out on your, um, going out on your mission together, he had mentioned to you that he was brewing up a new batch of the chunks there. And, um, during that mission, uh, you and Chamas had, um, uh, some, some pretty interesting romantic encounters. And, uh... That was when I believe the skitter, like uh, like the skittermander came in, and like you thought that like he, the guy was saying like you know my sister had the baby or, or my sister had a baby, and you thought that it was yours. That was the time that you, you thought that he was referring to. And Maul so, is just it, covered in sweat, remembering all of this. And this is again, this is all imparted through Eurysius's check. Like he's able to have these feelings of like, like uh, of just romance of like excitement of passion he's getting all this second hand from this like nasty little bit of chunks that are floating um in this sample um but he is eventually uh like uh but yeah like uh, eventually like he's also gets a little there's something a little bit more warm and a little bit more like just fiery about this chunks and that's his feelings towards mall sunset all those words well. sound so nice until you say chunks at the end and then i feel like i have to apologize <laughs> to any listeners that are eating breakfast oh gosh i think uh that would be a great breakfast cereal chalmers chunks would it? someone please draw that in the fan art yeah <laughs> <laughs> and please do not show me <laughs> Ooh, that's that's oh, all Maul God. does for his first day. 
Eurasius, unfortunately, this takes you like at least eight hours to get this information, <laughs> to glean this information. Uh, he's, he's like, I mean, he's happy to have, like, he's, I mean, in a way, he, uh, in a way, Eurasius has practiced his own arts uh, in, in retrieving this information. But at the same time, he's just kind of reluctant from now on in to go like, I'm all sons and yeah, you've been testing me patience just a little bit there, fella. He just mutters this under his breath. He doesn't actually say this to Maul. Gotcha, gotcha. Right. So the first day. Oh, hold on. Well, after we do this, you have to make a bit of a roll. We get attacked by space bears while we camp. Not today. The uh, another big portion of why so many people do drift travel is that the rate of encounter is significantly less. I think it's something like it's either a less than ten or five percent chance of encountering something in the drift. Um, whereas, like out there in just regular space, the chance of like running into a space pirate or something else is is much much higher. Um, so yeah, the first day passes uh, with Keika getting getting some good work in. Uh, Eurysius, like, analyzing this nasty shit that Maul was producing from a flask. And Maul just being, just like, you know, just forcing this onto Eurysius. Yay, I'm helping. Yeah, I'm doing a thing. Ray 2 approaches and Maul is extra excited. Dawn of the second day. <laughs> the fucking moon outside. <laughs> the moon outside is just so mad. Um, no, 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 so... It's the second day. Um, Eurysius, we've said that, like, we've heard from Maul that he plans on bothering Keika today. So, what is it that you would have yeah. planned for the second day, Eurysius? Uh, well, I'm just basically gonna do everything I tried to do yesterday, and I just kind of go to a quiet place in the ship that I know Maul is just, he's not likely to go to. And just focus in on your spells and meditation and whatnot? Yeah, like he's he's too polite to say anything to to Maul, but uh, at the same time it's just like I not be dealing with your shit today, there, little fella. <laughs> Maul hears this and he looks at Eurysius and he says, "Oh, that's a shame because we're going to the the holodeck. I was gonna make it into a bar, but enjoy your meditation, I guess." Uh, sometimes work <laughs> just has to be done, there, little fella. Not life can't all be drink, you know. Oh my god, who is saying this right now? Maul says, yes it is, and he takes a swig and walks to Keiko. Alright, Keiko, what is Maul, what what were you planning on doing for the second day before Maul interrupted you? So, Keiko's legs are like jelly, so she's literally just laying in bed, um, trying to sleep. Just a little bit of flavor text that I should mention. Um, the ship that you guys are in, um, it was originally designed for members of the Skyfire Legion, and uh, a lot of Skyfire Legion members are dragonkin, which are like large-sized creatures, much like Keika herself. Um, so the ships that are like on the map, or the sorry, the beds that are on the the map of the ship that I provided are all like twin-sized beds. But because they are built to house up to large-sized creatures, the beds all can uh, kind of connect to form one king-size bed. Which, I mean, king-size to, like, a regular, like, humanoid person, but for someone like Keika, it would still kind of be... That would be, like, your equivalent of, like, a, a, a twin or a full. Okay. So, yeah, you're able to, like, kind of push those beds together and make it quite comfortable even in that smaller room. Uh, but then you hear that knock on the door... 
Hey, I got a favor. Wait, no, you no. got a favor. Give me a... Do a favor. No. Come on. Don't make me drink this. And you just hear, like, a clink, clink on your door. What, what are you drinking? I don't know. He said it was, like, a magic potion, basically. It was, like, warm, and there was lost love in here. You Doesn't know smell like love. that won't end well. Don't bother your sis. No, come here. It's, I need you to inoculate me. Maul wants to do inoculate. God. What? <laughs> it's, so if you know, you're going to study a single disease or poison other than radiation or radiation sickness and you need what up to six willing or unconscious creatures you can touch and you're going to see if you can prevent yeah prevent the affliction you want to do what you want to inoculate uh, well normally we need a hospital but this is a drink so I think if I just turn the holodeck into a bar you can pour something else in it no, I thank trust you. you. Go find another willing creature. Oh, man. You sure? I am very sure. I can't get up out of this bed today. Lappy, Molly yells. <laughs> you rang. Still in Keika's room. Now Keika is being bothered by Maul and Lappy. No. <laughs> well, I needed help, but you don't have arms, do you? Um... Sadly, I do not. However, I have. I, if you are able to make your way to the holographic amusement chamber, I can't upload my consciousness into a body you provide. Body a I meat body or? Uh, oh, a holographic body, please. <laughs> nothing so, nothing so okay. barbaric. I was gonna say I have a style mander, but I don't know if that's your style. Unfortunately, it must be something. It must be uh, a body that I. Uh, share programming with in order to upload into so it must be something must be something that is created here on the holographic amusement chamber all right let's let's do it lappy and yeah Maul, Maul just wants to go mix stuff and see if he can't build a, a serum uh okay so without keika i have no medicine so i don't know if that means i fail or just roll really poorly oh, do on. you have okay so you're trying to make a serum of like healing yeah, if you go to inoculate, uh, attempt yeah. a medicine check for each of these creatures. The DC is five higher than the DC of specified affliction. Okay. And then for each of these creatures, each creature choose... So the last line is the one I was going to ask you <laughs> to try and use a bar instead of a medical bay. I mean, yeah, I feel like if you're, again, like if you were to do something, if you were to conjure up like a hospital in a holodeck, you wouldn't actually be able to get... Um, like actual like medicinal Medical, tools, yeah, right. but like um, a bar and like just to do something like stupid like this, that's, that's that would have been fine. <laughs> All, right. All right, that's that's Maul's dream for today. Well, that's the thing though. Like Lappy is not trained in medicine. Oh man, so well, they're definitely not good enough to at least. Well, like they can attempt it. They'll attempt it. Are you? I mean, either that or we just flash ahead and Maul is passed out on the floor by the time we arrive there. <laughs> There we go. Maul has contracted filth fever on the way again once again. Yeah. No, no, no. Maul's not gonna actually contract filth <laughs> fever. I'm not gonna impose that on you. You're not so, gonna send us down a another three episode side path. It was a good. It was a good attempt. But yeah, it looks like Kick is set on um, recovering today, which is good. They do. They were working out for a good eight hours the day before. Can we get that? Star jumping in the cargo. 
Um, but yeah, so like if you want to make your way to the holographic amusement chamber um, on the inside, what does the bar you conjure up look like? I think if it's just Maul alone, it's just going to be like a lot of jazz and like... What, what's what's the bad guy in Mass Effect? Mass Effect spoilers. Uh, I, I never played those games. Uh, what? There's a guy who sits in front of a giant sun, and it's just going to be that. I know enough about those games to know that that was Martin Sheen, wasn't it? Yep. There we go. Yeah, so it's just going to be that. It's just going to be like a giant blazing sun. And I so see it's... There, and Maul's going to be drinking there. And like uh, Martin Sheen is your bartender, and that's the that's the body that um, Lappy Lappy has been uploaded into. I wish I could do a good Michael Sheen impression. <laughs> <laughs> I like whenever I think of Martin Sheen, like I know he was like in West Wing and all these other amazing things, but he's just always Uncle Ben to me. Ah, uh, the elusive yeah. man. That's his name. The elusive man. Okay. For me, he'll he'll always be Willard from from Apocalypse Now. Oh snap! But yes, okay. Uncle, but yes, Uncle Ben was good too. We all have yeah. our Martin Sheen um, prejudices. <laughs> prejudices, uh, biases. We all have our idea of who Michael Sheen is. And I know for some people it's the President of the United States. For some people it's from uh, it's Willard. But for me, it's Uncle Ben. Good old Uncle Ben. Gotta show him getting murdered. You know, can't have a movie without that. Um, but yeah, so the next, like, so yeah, we'll flash forward through that. So, like, Maul spends, like, uh, like the end of the day in the bar kind of trying to inoculate himself. It doesn't go well, but you also don't contract the disease. You just get pretty... Missing um, some fur. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, like, a good, like, little patch, like, maybe, like, you where, um, you pull a little bit of fur out in your, in your fever. But the next day then passes. Uh, on the dawn of the third day, you're all woken up by not necessarily like an alarm of urgency, but like just like a wake up alarm that says, attention all crew members, we'll be arriving in the diaspora in one hour's time. Great. Let me quickly shower and get back into armor. I'm trying to find the showers on this ship. They're there, they're in the wall. Okay, there it is. So yeah, Kate goes to shower, and I assume puts your armor back on for yep. for getting off of the ship. Nice. Um, Eurysius, what are you going to be doing in these final moments before your your final descent into the oh, diaspora? Just, well, just freshening up, just uh, taking in uh, all the all the majestic views of the galaxy from one of our windows and just reflecting on everything he has learned in the past 24 hours. They're all, everything you've learned in the past 24 hours or in the past couple days is surprisingly mall-based. <laughs> Weird. I did, a, I, I did at least have 24 hours to myself where I could just like... Uh, uh, good point. Good point. Um, you just hear mall sobbing from the holodeck. So I've moved you all to a map of the pack world so you can get a, a general idea of where it is you were going. Um, so there was the planet of Eox between Triaxis and the Diaspora. So in the three days that you have left, you are now in the asteroid belt of the Packworld system, which is um, almost like precisely the midway point of all of the um, celestial bodies in this solar system. So you've got like a, a bunch of like, you know, a bunch of the huge gas giants that lie behind you. And then like, you know, more close towards the sun, you have more like 
Earth solar system analogous planets like Mercury, with it like uh, Mars analog being Akaton, Castrol being Venus. Um, but you also see like the Adari is like a world ship. It's like a giant spaceship that is like a, considered a world in the pack worlds, and then Absalom Station as well. But as you make your way into the diaspora, you can just see that it is just like an endless, endless field of asteroids um, ranging from all sizes. Some that easily like break up as your ship passes through it, through them. Um, others that are miles, miles wide that you can actually land on and 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 be kind of an insignificant speck on. Um, in in this in this part of the solar system, um, Lappy in particular is. Um, showing you towards a uh, like a, has the um, coordinates set towards broken rock um, and thankfully like you know they know exactly where it's supposed to be because it's not it's only known to a certain uh, certain select few people at any given moment um, but Lappy has been there before so knows the coordinates and uh, they make their they, they kind of help you pilot your way into this area um, let me pull up my info on broken rock real quick it's cool. It's just like a bunch of well-inhabited asteroids. Yes, I enjoy it. I'm trying to see if there's any like defenses or anything when you walk in. Yeah, and I think all we know, right, is that it's there's the sage that's there, and Ryan a bar. Yes. Yeah, they've. Uh, it's a 450 mile wide asteroid, so it's pretty pretty freaking massive. Um, the space pirates discovered and colonized the rock at some point during the gap, building sprawling settlements of docks, taverns, and warehouses around the crack. Yes, around the crack. <laughs> All right, so uh, who is going to be piloting into the uh, in uh, the ship uh, onto Broken Rock? Uh, that should be the person with the most piloting skills. Just saying. Don't want to go yeah. like careening into this. Uh, Maul with zero rock. piloting does raise his hand, but uh, uh, that's okay, Maul. I'll I'll handle this. Oh, okay, maybe maybe next time. Uh-huh. All right, Kika, can I have uh, just a piloting check for you to um plus to land this? Ooh, twenty plus eight. Nice, and that twenty. Yeah. So yeah, so you got a 28. That's more than enough for you to uh, to to pilot the ship into one of the uh, docking ports on uh, on Broken Rock. Um, now this is uh, an asteroid, and for like when you when you disembark from the dock, you are gonna have to be outside of an atmosphere for a short amount of time. So you will need to enclose your environmental seals for just a little bit until you actually get into the city proper. Does everybody know that, or is something I need to tell them? Uh, I'm. It's quite obvious. Like okay. you know, everyone can see it when you land the ship. Cool. Yeah. What do you What do you all do? I mean, before leaving, Maul just stared at everyone and be like, "So, I guess we have two options. We, what, go find Loba's boss at a bar, or we go meet that sage. What do you guys want to do?" Alright, be thinking we be in no uh, big rush, there, fella. Why don't we just go take a and like. Because uh, Aristius just sees in the bar, you know, he's just—he's finished all of that. He's just—he's just wiped the bar clean. So, ah, why don't we go have another uh, good uh, little next to drinky, drinky before we head on to our uh, sage master there? Uh, what do you, Aristius, be thinking? 
Uh, I think we were recently attacked, so we probably should chase this lead down before another ship comes claiming that they need to keep us grounded or anything. Yeah, be a good point there, uh, young Keiko. Aye, aye. I paint, painted knuckle it is then? Yeah, pink and paint me knuckle any day of the week there, fellow. <laughs> oh, God. And into the chunks as well. That sounds like, yeah, it looks like two for the painted knuckle. Keika, unfortunately. Oh wait, wasn't isn't that what Keika wanted? Was the painted knuckle? Well, the painted knuckle is the bar, like uh, that Loba said. Hey, uh, yeah, come, yeah. come meet me there afterwards, and we'll have like the first rounds on me. Yeah, I guess. What, I thought what that's what doing? I was saying. Hmm. Oh, I thought you were saying that. Okay, I'm sorry. Yeah, not not return sorry. the orb because we've been attacked. Attack the attack. Got you. Have Got we you. have we yet to take this orb where we needed to go immediately? No, so. I mean, you did. You guys took it. You guys thought that you could drop it off at Kumo, but they were like, "No, nah, we don't. We don't want anything to do hey, with yeah, this." Yeah, I'm, I'm fully into like, all the side quests. Don't go that way with the valuable object. So. <laughs> I mean, we gotta clear those parts of the map because you That's know true. sometimes they get locked whenever you go on the main story. If we level up too much, we might miss friends we could have made along the way. So. Yeah. Maybe that's what the friends that those are the side quests the friends you made along the way. All right. Yeah, painted knuckle. Painted knuckle it is. So, um let me oh. switch it up here. And Go Maul's going to meditate before going anywhere cuz he always forgets to do this. Oh, your sidereal influence. Yep, you just see him like stare into space and like drool drips down like a puppy. Take a um contemplates knocking Maul off the table after being so bothersome the other day or the other <laughs> As long as you wait one minute until I'm done meditating, no problem. <laughs> all small's all yours. Good punching bag. No, not this one. Where is the right music? Trying to DJ for us? Looking for that halfling party one? No, I think it's this one is one. There we go. This is a good pirate city track. Alright, so you all um exit the ship in your environmental seals. Um, and then as you make your way to the, as you make your way to the, um, to like, like, you know, docking ports, like proper, like to like, to get into the city, you're stopped immediately. Like, uh, what is your business here on Broken Rock? As you're all, you all get like a, a, a calm signal sent directly into your, like, uh, into your suits. Hello, this is Maul Sunson. I'm here to meet Ryan? I don't know of any Ryan. He's a he's a sage. You know, a, a holy man. I think. You got a little bit too many we got we are there's too many people for me to be picking out one of them in all of this in all this then, little needle in the haystack. What, what are you asking? I'm asking what your business here is on Broken Rock. Well it's it's to meet Ryan. All right, roll a diplomacy check. <laughs> God. Oh man, uh, the weakest diplomacy ever. It's that conversation. I do have a plus thirteen. So. You also bluff. Try to bluff your way in. If you'd rather uh, do that. No, I can have to blow that thing I meditated for. Twenty-four. Twenty-four diplomacy. Yep. Um, he kind of looks you up and down. He's like, I may not be knowing who this, who this Orion is, but you got the look of a, of a 
salty sailor about you. Come on in then, and the rest of you too. My man. Like he like brings down like a little force field and allows you all in to enter the city. Arr, cheers, matey. Like when you enter in, like you enter into like a kind of like a, a weird like airlock type thing. Um, but it's all like force fields. There's a lot, uh, there's surprisingly little physical barriers here in the city. Um, it's designed to just make you feel like you're like in an old wild west like town. Um, a little bit more sci-fi inspired. So maybe like more steampunk than like wild west. Um, uh, but like once you enter in and like they, they, uh, they like fill like the room with atmosphere, you're able to turn off your environmental seals. And essentially what it is, is like, uh, this giant asteroid, like the top part of it's been carved out and like a city has been just been dropped on top of it. Um, and so it looks like it's just perpetual night on this thing because you just have like the clear view of like the stars and like the diaspora above you. Um, and people are just roaming the streets. They're being a little like they're being super rowdy, being super rough, like you know, boasting of their, um, boasting of their travels, boasting of their like feats of feats of strength and and of bravery. Um, but I think this is a place that Eurysius would be able to fit right in. <laughs> It'd be like I just uh, landed on my own planet there for the first time. <laughs> The rest is super excited. He's just, yeah, he's just like, it's like a wide-eyed child, like a kid in a candy store, just looking at everything around him. It's just, there'd be another grog store. There'd be another grog store. There'd be another one over there. Grog store. Greg's Grog Emporium. Greg's Grog. Hold it in, Eurysses. We gotta make it to the knuckle. <laughs> yeah, he's like, yeah. it's like you know, he's very giddy and he's very excitable, but uh, yeah, he's I'll, just trying I'll to hold it. out a water bottle, <laughs> a, a spray bottle, and just sprays you in the face. No, that. <laughs> it is like there's some bin cheem in the bottle, right? That's me saying me. Yeah. So, um, do you, uh, do you guys? Um, when you got, when you get on here and you try to access the um, infosphere, which is just kind of like the internet um, throughout the pack worlds, um, they're asking for like um, it's like encrypted. So like you need to like find a way to get in. Like you need a password to 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 log into it to, to in order to use it. Um, Anyone got a guess? We probably got like five tries. Can I run a computer's check to try to? Absolutely, try to hack in. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, go for it. Nineteen. Yeah. Um. So uh, you kind of start. Maybe you have like a how. How does this hacking work for Keika? Maybe I have a trusty little tool <laughs> that I can poke into the, to the thing and um, connect to. I don't know. I'm imagining those old movies where they show hackers and then like they have like these um, passwords just flying across the screen. <laughs> okay. So, uh, yeah, so what it is is, like, you just plug something into your personal comm unit, um, yeah. and it just yeah. starts, like, running, like, a bunch of just, like, passwords. Um, yep. And, like, on your personal comm, you can start to see, like, different parts of the password start to become, um, like, uh, visible. Um, but really, it's just R. It's, like, A with, like, 10 R's following it. Wow. And eventually, like, uh, you are able to log in. No problem. 
So now you have like your access to like the information, like you have like, essentially you can now use the internet here on Broken Rock. Nice, do you wanna, what, what do we call it, spoogle, spoogle up? Yeah. My painted knuckle. So I was just trying to decide if spoogle was a thing from Final Fantasy or not. But maybe those are poogles. I don't know, those, yeah. Moogles. Moogles, there you go. As it's a moogle. But yeah, Spoogle is our, our, our Google our Google ripoff for this game. Keika can Google around for mall. Yeah. Type, type, type. Or whatever. Psych, what is it? A psychic connection? I don't know, whatever. Oh, yeah, you have a data jack, don't you? Yeah. All right, yeah, so you can just like literally plug your brain into, the, into your computer. Okay. Connecting. Yeah, so you're able to get directions on, on where to go to Broken Rock in, in no time. Uh, sorry, uh, on where to go to get to the Painted Knuckle in no time. Um, so you're able to just like kind of make your way over there. Um, it is very, um, it is very, like there are like plenty of, you pass by plenty of taverns. Like, you know, mom and pop shops. Um, you see people like out there selling um, like, you know, weapons. You see people out here selling like different types of foods, like meats. Um, different types of equipments, and then of course you're you're on tavern. Maybe every four every four shops at the tavern, um, but the one that you're going to, the painted knuckle, it's a little bit more. I don't know, more a little bit more dilapidated. Like you can tell that like the people who come here, like they don't really come here because it's a fancy place. They come here just because they can get a good drink. Um, and it's not particularly crowded. There's a few people in there when uh, we when you walk in. Um, but behind the bar is a, um, uh, 13-foot-tall alien. And what, it, uh, they have, they're kind of like a very, like, they have got long, like, elongated limbs, like, legs and arms. Um, very thin necks, like, just, like, their entire body is just very much, like, extremely thin. But they've got giant, big, black, bulbous eyes, um, smooth, round heads, and, um, pointed ears and because they are essentially in a vacuum right now you can see that it has like giant uh like giant wings of just solar energy sprouting from them like butterflies Ooh. so if anyone like has yeah if anybody has a life science check you can try to identify this just culture from all life science uh my life science is okay Mine's 11. Nice! Yeah, it's a little better than mine then. Go. You can go ahead. Alrighty. Uh, 16. Yeah, so this is an alien called a Sarkeesian. And these are a um, an alien race that is uh, native uh, around the diaspora. They are sort of like the, like, whereas every planet, like, you know, some of these planets have, like, naturally born races, like, the diaspora is known to have, like, to house Sarkeesians. Um, and those wings are something that all Sarkeesians are able to manifest as long as they're inside a vacuum. Cool. Okay. That's cool. But they are, like, okay. super big, like, 13 feet tall. Um, and so they got that, like, giant long reach, like, you know, handing out people, like, drinks at the bar, um, and when you walk in, oh, um, yeah. the, bar the bartender just kind of like gives you like a curt nod and says, right, take your seat, I'll be with you in just a few moments. 
I'm, right. Everything that he just said, I'm just conveyed to the crew. It's like, yep, now you're up to speed. Um, like the bar, is it uh, more table seating or can we sit up at the bar? You can sit up at the bar. Um, there are more booths than anything, like like less like tables. Like so, you've got like a a bar, like you know where you can sit up. There's like a big like you know area for people to like stand around and talk to, like around standing tables. And then like where you can sit down, there are like you know more private booths um, that are for the most part uh, unoccupied. Most people seem to be standing around um, with a couple of people sitting at the bar. Yeah, Mal, can Mal order from the bartender? Absolutely. Yeah, Maul just walks up to him and says, Loba sent me. Uh, like, he kind of stops what he's doing. And, like, he turns around. And he's like, did you just say Loba? What? Yeah, Loba. You know, Loba and Draken. Great people. Um, so, like, he kind of looks up. Uh, like, he looks around. Like, you know, back and forth. And he's like, wait right here for one second. Yeah, of course. Um, and like he just goes and like uh, like with his long like like his like super elongated limbs like kind of like goes to walk away and like goes into the back room. All uses like four of his arms behind his back to give thumbs up. Yeah, I got this. <laughs> While uh, they go to the back room, you see like this uh, human man come up to the bar and just says, "Well, it's been a long time since I've seen a skittermander in these parts." Ha, well met there. How are you doing there? I'm I'm great. It's awesome in here. I like that guy's wings. It's like my fur. Is he part sun giant? Oh no, those are Sarkeesians. Oh. Uh, forgive me, I've gotten used to seeing them, so it's but they are quite a sight to behold indeed. It's your first time in running into one out here, I I imagine. Yeah, it, it is. It's my first time being here. We don't, you probably don't get too many out there in the Vascarium then. No. Well, welcome to the Pack Worlds. It's good to have you. What are you drinking? Uh, I mean, what? L Loba said I'd get a free drink. I don't know, whatever she recommended. I don't know who this Loba is, but I'd be happy to buy one for you. Um, and he throws down, um, like, two credits onto the table and then just reaches behind the bar and pours himself and you a beer. <laughs> Thanks. Oh no, my pleasure. It's nice, it, you know. We we here, like you know, we sometimes people get might get the the wrong idea of the free captains. As long as you show treat us and show us respect, we'll do the same for you as well. That is, if you're out there, out if that is, if you have something valuable for us to take, right, men? And like you see, like his crew, like behind him, just like kind of raise a glass in in like a in in agreement. Yay! Yeah, thanks, yay, Maul yells. Just kind of looks around, not not really sure what to do. So I'm guessing Loba's probably your girlfriend then? Another skittermender like yourself? Shh, shh, keep, keep it down, you're gonna get me in trouble. Last, last oh. time we did that, I, well, we didn't leave the bar and it was tough. Uh, nothing to worry about, nothing to worry about at all. What about you, you're selling valuables? Got anything good? I got... He I got some credits. I got like 60. Uh, he uh, looks around. He's like, to tell you the truth, it's been quite a slow time for us here. The stewards have been cracking down on a lot of the, a lot of our business around the diaspora. So we have to pick and choose the right 
uh, the, the, we have to pick and choose the right uh, jobs to take. I know how it is. Tough times. Me and my crew are, well, you know, just drifting around. You know what I mean? The crew, you say? Yeah. He kind of like uh, looks around. He's like, why don't you join? Why don't you and your crew join us at that booth over there if you're interested in picking up some extra work? Keiko, Ulysses, what, what do you say? Couldn't hurt. Yeah, side quest away. Yeah. Maybe just one. Just one. <laughs> All right. Show, show the way, I guess. But, cyborg, y'all, he said he doesn't know Loba. Yeah, I mean, I mean we, we could wait for the other guy to come back. He knew Loba. Either way, I'll be over there in the booths. If it's something that you're interested in, just come find me. All right, we'll be there in like just a little bit. Stay um, frosty. He goes and like he like takes the beer that he that he poured for himself and just goes uh, and sits down. Um, a couple another minute walks by and you see the guy, uh, the bartender, return from the back room, and he's carrying um, what appears to be like a small bag. Or at least it looks small in his hands because he's so massive. Um, uh, and he brings it back to the bar. He's like, "I, thanks for waiting. It's been a while since Loba's made her way through here." He drops down the uh, the bag onto the table, um, and then reaches into it and pulls out a, um, a gun and like put just puts it onto the Whoa. table, and then just like slides it over to you. Oh no no! Don't be getting the wrong idea here. We're just this is. Loba said that this is to be given to whoever came in asking for her. He said that there was a drink waiting for them. One tall drink. I think oh. it's someone else's turn for a drink. He's like, well, this is the only thing she left here. But she did also instruct us to take, it's like for to whoever, whether it was someone alone or someone a crew, whoever bested her out there in space, was to be given this as a prize and to be treated with respect. So let me pour one on the house. Yeah. Um, he, pours, he just pours a Sarkeesian ale for the uh, for the three of you. Oh. Um, the three of you and for himself, he uh, he pours one for himself and he goes to like raise a glass to all three of you. He's like, Taloba. She Taloba. may not have, she may have had a few, she may have had a few thorns in her side, but so does every rose. Um, Chaloba. Chaloba, I hardly knew ye. Um, and he just like, because of his like immense size, he just, it's almost like a shot to him, where it's like an actual beard for the rest of you. Is he bigger than me? Much bigger? Uh, he's all, oh, you're like eight feet tall? He's like 13 yeah. feet tall. Ooh. So, yeah, he's like a good five feet, uh, taller than you. Okay. Uh, but yeah, so you have this nice little pistol on the gra on the table. If anybody would like to roll an engineering check, you can identify it. <laughs> uh, 20, 30, 20. Oh, nice. Okay, so this is a tactical rotating pistol. Nice. Um, this does 2d4 piercing damage. It's got um, a range of only 20 feet, so you have to be pretty close to use it. Um, it only holds four bullets at a time. And uh, it's got the analog and conceal weapon abilities. 
Basically, for the conceal, it means it's extremely easy um, to hide, um, uh, giving you a plus four bonus to sleight of hand checks to hide a weapon on your on your body. So if you're trying to sneak a gun in somewhere, it's extremely easy to, to, to bring a gun like this in there. Well, does anybody want to hold this? Um, I, I don't really want to. Uh, I'm more about my magic spells, and I'm going to pistol, so... Uh, Maul, Maul take you, hell yeah. Okay. I'm sneaky. Do your best, little Maul. Okay, yeah, so we've gotten, uh, so you've gotten that. You've gotten your, you got your free drink. Now you've got, also got a, uh, pistol. What do you do? We can talk to the captain of the free, whatever minutes are free, not Masons. Free captains. Free captains. <laughs> <laughs> the free and, captain's captain. <laughs> yeah, free captain's captain. Get a side quest, then go to our main quest, and then finish the side quest. You say it is. Sounds like a plan. All right. Um, okay, so he, uh, so yeah, you, when you guys make your way over there, he's just like, ah, good to see you taking me up on your on this on this meeting, and nice to meet your crew there. Yeah. Well met. This is Keika, Ulysses. I'm Mal Sunson. Um, you see this uh, this android, yeah, like it's part of his crew. He comes up to you, Keika, and he says, I'm quite impressed with your outfit. It's a fantastically crafted suit of armor. Oh, well, thanks. Um, I wish I could say I made it myself. It's like, so I'm guessing you were all interested in, in, uh, in, in looking for work then. Could use some work. Could use some credits. Yeah. Uh, we could all use some credits, and if the payoff is, if we're to be believed of this payoff, then hopefully we'll all have enough uh, to get us something good to, uh, to to warm our pockets. Hmm, this sounds like there's a big risk involved. There's risk in the, when the, with the jobs involved piracy. Now, this sounds like a big one. Yar. Yeah, what are you trying to say there? Are you not up to the challenge? I would assume a big creature like yourself would like to take on big challenges. Tough. So want to know what we're up against so we can be prepared. Very well. There is, I'm sure you all know of the river between here and the diaspora. Um, you can all roll a culture check if you'd like. Say Mal, Mal's face like glazes over. <laughs> uh, <clears throat> 19. Nice. Five. Not as nice. Twenty-four. Alright, so Keika and Eurysius know that the river between is an actual, like, um, river that runs through some, like, through, like, a bunch of the asteroids in the diaspora. And so, like, it is like a, um, like this little, like, tube of, like, perfectly cylindrical water that's just, like, perfectly, like, suspended through some of these asteroids. And that's all, though, the periphery, like, you've just heard of it at this point. You don't know anything more so than that. Right, and what's... Okay. What are we doing there? Well, there are... Some people use the... Um, some people use the river between to transport goods through Nissus. 
the ice planetoid that uh, that runs that that the giant ice planetoid here in the diaspora. We're meaning to we're meaning to get one of their latest supplies. A giant shipment of UPBs meant for crafting something in the brood nest housed within the Nissus. You had me a brew there, laddie. <laughs> Does brood nest ring a bell for anyone? Mm-mm. Not at all. Well, I, I mean, I guess, what, what's the pay then, Captain? Well, the pay is, a, is, is all of those UPBs to be settled up with. We get all of them? No, well, this, of course, we'll be ha- taking our finder's fee, of course. But this because you will be taking on most of the work. I see no reason why we couldn't let you go with a fair sum of 3,500 UPVs. Eight? <laughs> like the rest of the crew kind of starts laughing. Don't be getting too greedy now. This might be like, like he looks over at uh, he looks over at Maul. I can tell yeah. this is your at least your first time here in the diaspora, but. Don't be getting too greedy. 3,500 UPBs for your for the three of you is more than a fair price to be paid. No, Aresius uh, is gonna just kind of chime in and go, Oh, well, the way you be describing these uh, actions, you just said it yourself, laddie. We be taking all the hard work. We be doing all the risky behavior, har. And for a job like the one you be describing, har, I think we be uh, deserving a little bit more than, uh, than what you be offering there for us. I'd like yeah. to bluff. Thir- 3,600, so we can divide it by three. Oh, God. You're going to try to bluff your Aceus? I am. But I'm rolling for bluff. Ha <laughs> ha! Uh, 10 plus nat 20 for 30. Oh, nice. Um, let me make a opposed roll real quick. Doesn't beat a 30. It's like, you make a fair point, you make a fair point, but just the way I look at it, it's, it's a 50-50 split. No, no, like, you know, not, no negotiating. And I, as, as you can see, my crew ten, is a little bit bigger than yours, and you see, like, uh, three more people, like, kind of prop up from behind the booth. And, like, kind of give intimidating looks. Our, what your crew be uh, having in size, ours be having in hearts and tenacity there, fella. And just remember that uh, at the end of the day, our, it's our next of the line, not your crew. Our. Oh, trust, I'm we'll be... Oh, no, you're fine. Trust that we'll be there as well. We're not sending you in alone. We'll be helping you out with this. With this. By the way I look at it, it's, even pay. it's an even pay for even an even job. 3500 I'm not budging on that price. If you're not interested, then you're not interested. Um, it should also be noted that um, uh, in UPBs are a one-to-one um, rate for credits. So that's like 3500 credits. Why do I always write credits and things with a uh, yen sai? <laughs> that's what it is. Aris <laughs> just kind of stares this guy down just for a little bit, for a little bit longer, and then he just kind of uh, just gives a bit of a jargle. Ha 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 I just be messing with you, that fella, and just kind of pats on the shoulder. 
Ah, I like the cutting of jib there. <laughs> and he just uh, grabs for a grabs for a drink and he tries to just cheers with this guy here. We're just having a good merry laugh. <laughs> so the uh, captain kind of waves uh, the bartender over. Um, the bartender gives like a knowing nod, um, brings over a, a round of Sarkeesian ales for everybody, and he's like, "Well, then." Young pirates. What? I didn't get your names, by the way. What are your names? Akega. Mal Sunson. Ah, I've been known by many things across this, across this galaxy, but uh, for now, you can call me Arisius. Arisius. That's a fine name. A very fine name indeed. Very well then. To our partnership. Prost! Um, uh, it's at this um, moment you hear this voice in the corner of the bar say I had to hear it with my own ears Eurysius Praxis so uh, you look over and a another Sarkeesian stands up um, this one having uh, their wings like not like exposed. Um, and this one is more. This one is a female Sarkeesian standing 12 feet tall, and she's like, uh, she makes her way over to you, Eurysius, and she looks super mad and almost tw- and like essentially twice your size. Um, and just says, "It would make sense you wouldn't recognize me. After all, I think our marriage only lasted a couple of days, was it?" Nice. And, and we'll see you next week. It's <laughs> <laughs> just like chugging with big eyes over his mug. Oh, that sounds exactly like this. Thanks for joining us. Tales from the Packed Worlds is a Manapod Studios production. For more great tabletop RPG content, head to manapodstudios.com to join our Discord. Stay up to date on what we're playing, chat with fans and cast members, and even join us as a player in one of our weekly streams. We'll see you next time.